Have you ever thought about how incredibly complex our spit is? It may only be 99% water, but just saliva isn't simple. That remaining 1% holds incredibly meaningful information that could change everything. And I'm not just talking about your family tree. Hi, I'm Baratunde Thurston, and on this season of Spit, an iHeartRadio podcast with 23andMe, we explore how DNA isn't just about ancestry. It can also be key to understanding your health. Hello, hello, and welcome back. On today's episode, we've got comedian and infamous roaster Nikki Glazer, host of the very funny Nikki Glazer podcast. Nikki and her co-host Andrew recently took a 23andMe test and are here to share what they learned in their reports. And honestly, they might be having a little too much fun with it. There's so much that Nikki and Andrew didn't know about their genetics and all the incredible things you can learn. Of course, there's all the amazing insights on your health and ancestry, but what really blew their minds was the nitty-gritty, from what types of earlobes you have to your preference for vanilla versus chocolate ice cream. Nikki and Andrew get into it all with their patented brand of brutal honesty. More importantly for Nikki, the real takeaways were in her health reports. The information she learned will definitely play a factor in her future decision-making, whether it's taking your reports to a doctor for more insight Adjusting your diet or both, there's a lot to take away. And speaking of diets, if you're a listener to the show, it's no secret that dieting has always been important to Nikki. And seeing as she was predisposed to weigh 6% less than average was definitely a positive takeaway. As Nikki puts it, learning all these incredible things about yourself from your DNA really makes you feel seen. Finally, seeing that both Nikki and Andrew have a 50% chance at matching a musical pitch they had to test it. Nikki even breaks out a guitar to check Andrew's skills. Do you think he nailed it? Let's listen in and find out. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer. Uh, I am joined by Andrew Collin and Noah in Arizona. Andrew is in St. Louis. I'm in Los Angeles. Today's episode is a special one brought to you by us, but through um, 23andMe. Andrew and I both did uh, 23andMe reports, which we got sent these like kits that just come in the mailbox. Not even like a special, like I didn't have to go to the package room. Um, mm-hmm. And you open it up. And you just spit into a tube, and then you seal it up, and then you send it back. It was, I mean, honestly, one of the easiest things I've ever done. I thought it was going to be a lot more swabbing happening. And (laughs) I will say that there was a piece of carrot that was in my spit from (laughs) when I, I had been crunching some carrots before. So in the spit tube, I had to, like, dig out a bigger chunk of carrot. A tiny chunk of carrot did get caught in it. So... I did get the report back. I'm 70% rabbit. And so I think that was, you know, I think the, the kit was infiltrated by the carrot. No, um, 94%, they didn't seem to mind. Uh, yeah, that you're going to be a ginger, I saw in your kit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a strong um, chance. 
It was, I did, I did was, I was like, these people have seen it all. Like there was a little bit of like tint to my, my spit. I was like, they're going to be, I, I know they don't care. They've seen it all over at 23 and me, but I spit in that tube. I mean, it's fairly easy to do. You got to like, you know, I felt like it was almost a sexual thing of just like trying oh, to make your, make your own lube. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, pee, I peed quite a lot. Andrew came um, back hundred percent asparagus. Yeah. yeah. He peed in the box. <laughs> I just peed in the box and just, they can't, yeah, eventually. Have you ever I, done I one learned. before? One of these 23 uh, me's? No, my little brother did. So I figured if we had the same parents, it, it was going to be close. Uh, but yes. Turns out, but no, turns out he did not have the same parents. Yeah, yeah. We found out but his dad and mom were different. Yeah, he was tw- <laughs> he was 50% milkman. I love that was always the person that your mom banged instead of your dad yeah. was the milkman. That's how, so like, funny. how like different, like there was no Bumble, no Tinder. So you have to have sex with the milkman. Like that, the that's mailman, how the small man, <laughs> the pharmacist, the locals. Shop. Her doctor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just sent that off and then got, and now with this thing, I thought it was, you know, the old 23 and me, my dad also got, one report before and so we got to kind of see our ancestry report and it was pretty much what we had guessed it was very irish very german um a little bit of uh i had a little bit of scandinavian and french in me which i was excited about but then now there's just so many more things that you can find out um on this was there 23 any report targaryen 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 Some i just want dragons well Have i know that it, it is I couldn't really say. I the love word, how you though. were trying to I, save yourself from that. You're like, no, I knew exactly what you were going for. I was just going to let you dig your own grave. <laughs> yeah, it feels uh, like it. It feels like a dragon just burned me to death. <laughs> but it's cool. Anyways, your dad. My dad had gotten it and shared his results. But I was always like, oh, well, I guess I don't need to do it. But now that there's so much more that they can find out for you. Um, there's like all of the it's like you get a whole health report that has your traits things physical features uh like and just like also health things that you should know about that you might be more likely to have in your life and maybe pass on to your children if you have them and i just wanted to go over our results because some of them are pretty hilarious and um (laughs) i and i just want to break it all down um in terms of like my um health i was i lucked out i'm a pretty healthy person i don't have many like um things that they were alerting me about but you know you can find out stuff that really could affect your health later in life or like your family's health later in life uh things you're predisposed to genetically um i have a likelihood i found out of developing type 2 diabetes that's the kind that you're like you can develop. I, I don't really know the difference between the two, but I guess I should now because I have a likelihood of developing type two diabetes. And it said that that likelihood would start between the ages of 38 and 80. And I just like that. I was like, did they choose 38 because I am 38? They're like, you don't even get a year before you have to start worrying about this shit, bitch. Um, yeah. I like that we're watching in real time happen. Like it, it's yeah. starting. Like I could see the type two in you for sure. I could see it. It's like, it's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool to watch it. Like, this is the start. This is the start of a whole new life. It's this, just You know, started. like, instead of buying a sports car, you're like, I got type 2 diabetes. That's my midlife crisis. Um, but, 
What starts at tw- 38 in your life? That's the only thing that I've ever seen where that the <laughs> that is the marker. And I'm like, why? Yeah, why does it, it have to be brought to my attention? It would be much nicer to be like if it were, you know, I was it was 36 and I'd be like, OK, I'm two years in. I've already like escaped it. It's like, no, it, this is worrying about this now. So that's something I can be on the alert of because I didn't I really didn't know that about myself at all. And I would have assumed that I was not prone to because I just I don't really I don't really know my family's health history as much as I should. And I think this gives me a little bit more insight into that. I also have one variant of a rare genetic disorder (laughs) that um, I found out if I mate with someone who also has another variant of this, we could pass on the MCAD deficiency. Um, It sounds really scary. I was like, oh, my God, what is this? And what it is, is um, if we both if I mate with someone who also has this rare variant, um, that our kid could get this and what the what the symptoms are i was like oh no what is it going to be like it has like a golf ball head or you know like (laughs) their arms don't disconnect from their torso or they have claw feet or something which are all like things that are you know i want to say this with no judgment if you are someone that carries those things or if you know someone that i'm just saying those are possible genetic deformities that you can have if you mate with someone that also if you like happen to find the person that matches with you but mine is I was like, oh, what's this going to be? I got to get Chris tested. If we want to have kids, like I don't want our kid to like have something that affects them. And the, the symptoms of this deficiency are our kid would just get dizzy spells if he ever fasted. Who <laughs> 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 uh, doesn't? Who uh, doesn't? So our kid, I'm like, Chris, if we mate, we got to make sure our kid does not do intermittent fasting. We got to keep him away from the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. He can't listen to that. Like, what? it's just such a funny, like, he you hear this thing. Yeah, he can't yeah. be a wrestler. Yeah, he can't yeah. get into wrestling. He, yeah, he can't do UFC fighting because he might get a little bit lightheaded. He can't be and, Jewish. It's um oh yeah exactly or, he cannot it, be Muslim yeah he yeah, can't be Muslim yeah I, yeah he's got it's gonna be a tough life for him. The, I saw this report and it was like you know there's like or a her. um a no we're definitely having a boy are you kidding me that's part of my report um <laughs> it, <laughs> must have a boy no uh, on the on the report it had like a exclamation point of like make sure you see this don't miss this and I'm like. What kid doesn't get dizzy from not eating? Like, I mean, I just feel like it was just a really funny trait. Um, but they give you other stuff, too. I was just lucky to have, like, none of those other ones. Did you have any of, like, uh, the health ones, Andrew, that were, like, red flags? Just 98% that I'm going to have a lisp and not be able to pronounce Targaryen. That's not real, that's but what... you know what? That is, you... <laughs> that's not a real one. But No, I had nothing really like jump out at me because I am a bit of a hypochondriac. So I was a little worried about learning uh, genetic uh, disposition or whatever, like I, or predisposition. I don't know if I want to know these things. Like part of me right. would like to be kept in the dark, but I get it. Like if... I think you have a responsibility if it's out there to know it. And Um, yeah, yeah. it's especially a lot of these things are just variants that you have on your genetic. So they won't display in a child unless you mate with someone who also has the same one, like the chances. So if you do have this thing, you can get your partner tested. And then if they're, 
in the clear, then you don't have a chance of passing this trait down onto a child and your kid can stand up quickly after fasting and not get dizzy at all. <laughs> and if they do have the trait, it's an easy out if you don't really want to be with them anyways. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Listen, I don't want my daughter to be me, dizzy when she <laughs> gets anorexic inevitably someday because I pass that down to her from just, you know, more nurture than nature. Um, so... <laughs> I you didn't have any ones I said I thought you were going to be no offense riddled with these things like it just seems like <laughs> you don't even have like a likelihood of diabetes like how did I get that I don't know I guess I, you the carrot was in there uh, maybe, yeah, maybe it was that little it. piece Mine of carrot in it. isn't that funny though to tell your girlfriend look it's not you it's 23 and me that's hilarious <laughs> it is an easy way. You're you're having sex with yeah, twenty three other anything. women. No, babe, it's the genetic test. Um, Look, I if you am. Here. Yeah. So what I, else? I found what out. Else so like, I went like... through the traits. Like, so you go into health and traits, and you see, you get this whole report, and you get to see. Um, there's this one part. Let me just go to it real quick. Traits. You're more likely to drink less caffeine, which is yes. If you that told me this a month ago, I would say this is crazy. But yeah, you were able Andrew, to put it. Andrew was shocked by the amount of caffeine I consume. I really don't respond to caffeine that much. It's found that I'm less. I'm more likely to dress, drink less caffeine because my body doesn't respond to caffeine like other people's do, um, which is what they found in my report. And it actually checks out. And I wouldn't have known this had I not quit caffeine recently. Although my co my decaf coffee intake has re has remained the same amount as it was before I quit caffeine. So what I'm craving is not the caffeine. What I'm craving is the ritual of getting coffee and having mm. this warm like latte drink. It wasn't about the caffeine at all. I got a little bit mm. of like caffeine headaches, but it was not anywhere compared to what I thought it was going to be and what I read about when people quit caffeine. And um, yeah, so that actually like totally checked out. I was shocked to see that in my report. And then at the same time, I was weaning off caffeine and I found that um, I still drink as much coffee. It's just all decaf. So I'm not craving the caffeine. And it was right about that. Um, I like this one. You're predisposed to weigh 6% less than the average. I just, I love a percentage in anything, you know, like it's just. <laughs> yeah. It says I'm predisposed to weigh 6% less than average. That's, that's <laughs> it's, a... like, it's like, you're going to be, you could be kind of skinny. You don't even expect it. I like, will don't even say that think. I that is dead on. I'm about I think that <laughs> that actually yeah. did help me because I have been so obsessed with a part my life has been like dieting and staying underweight so mm -hmm. much of my life. And like from the time that I was even I never made it to like what my body's supposed to be as an adult before I was starving myself. So I never really knew. I was just always so scared that it was going to go over that I was always starving myself. But really, I'm. I, if I just let my body do its thing, I'm going and eat like a normal person. I will. I it, it, I will be on average. I bet. I guess. I guess six percent less weigh six percent mm -hmm. less than most people, which is like it makes sense. My dad is like this lanky build, and and that was interesting to read. Um, my genetic muscle composition is rare in elite athletes. Well, no fucking shit. They probably tested like the way I closed the cap on the thing and we're like, this is not even all the way on. Yeah. This she girl threw the can't throw a the ball. Mailbox. Yeah. I, I don't um, understand. 
so it's rare in it. Okay, so you have okay. That's in, my I, genetic I, muscle composition is rare. Yours is not. Yeah, mine is in actually. It's in. I have a body of a guy that would be really good at sports. Apparently, yes. Like, I mean, but yeah. doesn't that make sense for you? Like, does it? Didn't that feel so good to read? Yeah, it made me actually work out. You have the word elite like, athlete. If this isn't uh, yeah, a selling point yeah. to get guys to buy this report, you can see if your muscle composition is that of likely to be an elite athlete. I didn't know that yeah. these things could tell you that. I mean, I think uh, I think it's right. I think I, I I definitely have it in my. I just have. You can't you just think have it's to right. This is science. It. it is uh, right. Yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but you. I mean, every. You've always said that you have like you're a natural athlete. That makes sense for you. No? Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, it does. It does. It definitely. It just made me feel happy. Like, but then it's like if I'm not in shape or if I'm not feeling athletic, I'm like, well, it's there. You're I just not need reaching to your potential. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> That makes sense. You have a sixty-six percent chance to not have dimples. Yeah. So which... there are all these reports about like what your likelihood is of like having these different things. Um, I want to go through them all. Dimples. I have. Yeah, I have sixty-six percent chance I don't have dimples. Well, you're right. Twenty-three and me. I do not have dimples. Thanks for rubbing it in that I'm not adorable. On um, your I face. No, yeah, on your cheek dimple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, cleft chin. These are all genetic things, apparently. Um, 85% chance you do not have a cleft chin. Well, they're right. I do not have one. Um, 80% chance that I never had dandruff. Who knew gen- dandruff was genetic? I do not have dandruff. Did you get these reports for yourself, Andrew? I did. I think there was. I had a stronger chance of having dandruff, which I do have dandruff. He has a 50-50 chance of dandruff. Yeah, so 50, I got 50. the I got the hot, bad fifty. Yeah, how do you yeah. take care of your dandruff? Um, I let it run wild and see what happens. No, no I, you I, don't. I just yeah, head and shoulders. Is it like a thing where you're like uh, insecure about it? Like, does it come down on your shoulders sometimes? It used to. I mean, I yeah, head and shoulders. It really does. I'm. Do you use head and shoulders? I do, and body. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, Um, no, no. Head and shoulders I use because I use another product for hair loss, which says that I I actually, this says early hair loss, not likely. I guess I'm old enough where it's late hair loss. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest with what they're meaning by that. You're not a youngin. You might dress like you're 22, but um, yeah, let's not forget. Now, let's take a moment and listen to a story of how understanding your health begins with understanding what your genetics say about you. For Brittany and Carlos, 23andMe helped make a father-daughter reunion possible. For both of them, the experience was life-changing. I did have a person who I thought was my dad, and he wasn't really involved. We didn't have a lot of things in common. So I took the test and found out who Carlos was, my dad. I immediately found like a lot of similarities that I've been looking for for a long time. It was really overwhelming, but a very good, overwhelming feeling. Both of my parents are deceased. So my parents never had the chance to meet her and know they had a grandchild out there. My mom was a phenomenal basketball player, and so is Brittany. So my mother would have definitely loved that. <laughs> Through 23andMe, Carlos helped Brittany discover important insights into her family health history. My mom died at 47 from diabetes. You know, in the Black community, it's very, very prevalent. 
the only way we can change it is dietary habits and so forth. It has to be something that we start at a young age. It starts when we're young and then snowballs until we're older. I think that it's just really important to like focus on that in your relatives and then also pass on that information just because it may not just be you. Thanks to 23andMe, Brittany's reunion with her dad, Carlos, changed her life. It's answered a lot of the questions that I didn't know that I have. So don't be afraid to do it. Connect with people that you didn't think that you have. Consider those health reasons. There's a lot of tests involved with 23andMe that could really benefit you and then a lot of people around you. This story was brought to you by 23andMe. Learn more about your ancestry and get personalized genetic insights into your health. Get started today at 23andMe.com. Eye color, like blue or green. That's that was right. Yeah, I mean, obviously that was. Well, earlobe type. What about your earlobe type? Because I always knew that this was a genetic predisposition. Was like if your earlobes are connected to your head or not at the bottom. Uh, Mine are detached. Like, or no, no, no. They're connected. Let me see. There's. Hold on. Let me go to this. Yeah. No, your eyes are not connected. Oh, that's not connected. No, that's a dangling. Like, will you just let go of it for a second? Yeah. Hold on. Will you just flick it? Let me see what the, what the kind of motion we got there. Yeah, yours are detached. That looks like... So mine what are yours? I, mine, oh, mine are attached as fuck. What? I've never even noticed. You never noticed... Look at... Oh, interesting. It wow. goes right down. There's Whoa. no, like... They're attached. I'm very oh. proud of my attached earlobes. I love them so much. It's my favorite... One of my favorite things about myself. But it, my 23andMe report said that I'm 80% likely to have detached earlobes. So I am beating the odds. I, I, I had a 20% chance of having these ears. And I got them, baby. I got them. Um, <laughs> your earwax type. Um, mine is so... 93% chance that I have wet, sticky earwax. Well, Same. you nailed it. Uh, I do. I think Asian people have dry, flaky earwax. I think it's more crumbly and dry. That's a thing I heard. And it makes sense because I don't have any. um, None of my ancestors are from that area. But my earwax, I wish they would have given me like a report about how much I'd have because I produce so much. I feel like it's like this should be 93% of my body is earwax because that is how much I have, but it is yeah. wet and sticky and orange. It looks like carrots. Maybe um, you can find a, maybe you need to break up with your boyfriend. If he also has wet earwax, cause that will be just too much. That will, yeah, your our child will just, will just be, be oozing wax yeah, would, and fainting the, all over the place. That one Mary who's museum or whatever. What's it called? Oh yeah. Madame Tussauds. Yeah. Our child will just be, a Madame Tussaud sculpture. <laughs> um, what about eye color? Did they nail it for you? Actually, yeah. It said I'm likely to have blue or green, and your boy's got hazel. So that's, uh, yeah. What so what percentage? It doesn't have percentage on my stuff. See, it's interesting because my, my sister and I definitely have different genetics because my sister's eyes are uh, brown, and mine said I have a less than 1% chance of brown eyes. And oh, uh, wow. my, it said fit, it nailed it for me. A fifty-two percent chance of blue eyes. Um, so, and then my, what about finger length ratio? This was something I read about that if your ring finger is longer than your index finger, you're more likely to be a lesbian. Or maybe it was your uh, ring I'm finger. Lesbian, maybe it was the other then. one. 
<laughs> I'm a lesbian. Um, my ring. Wait, they, hold on. Let me look it up because they, there was like a thing going it. around on TikTok. Ring finger. Ring finger point uh, lesbian. Let me just type this in because for a while I send it all, to all my friends and it kind of depends on how you hold your hand. Um, mm. Oh, yeah. It's a, it, this is in the BBC. Length of ring and index fingers are linked to sexuality. Women whose left index and ring fingers are different lengths are more likely to be lesbians, a study suggests. Um, my left hand, they are exactly the same length. So I think I am. Uh, scientists measured the fingers of 18 pairs of female identical twins where one was straight and the other gay. On average, the lesbians, but not the straight twins, had different size index and ring fingers, typically a male trait, but only on the left hand. So, mm. yeah, exactly. Typically a male trait. Um it said I have a 56% chance my ring finger is longer than my index finger. It is slightly longer, slightly longer, but almost exactly the same size. Uh, freckles. Did you ever report about your freckles? A little freckling is, but I have a few frecks, but nothing crazy. I mean, I used to have more as a kid, but yeah, I have a 70% chance uh, that I have few, if any, freckles. Um, hair photo bleaching. I did not understand this. Chance that you will experience hair photo bleaching. What does that mean? I have a less likely uh, chance to experience this. I don't know what photo bleaching is. I think it's that when... Basking in the warmth of a sunny day is one way to lighten your mood and your hair. Photo bleaching is what happens when hair color lightens after a long exposure to the sun. Oh, that makes oh, sense. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, my okay. hair just turns grayer, I think. So um, yes, I do experience hair photo bleaching because I used to get like white hair after the summer. So uh, that's correct. 84% um, hair texture. Um, it nailed it for me. 41% chance of slightly wavy hair. That is definitely my hair. Slightly wavy. What about yours? Same. Uh, I, I no. I think the percentage Why don't you pull people... up your report? What, what are we doing here? Oh, <laughs> Let's go to break and come back with more about Andrew's hair texture right after this, when he gets his report pulled up. Okay, we're back. Andrew um, is gonna. You have wavy hair. It, was, it predicted that. Let's say what? <laughs> like really quickly, newborn hair. It's, it predicted that I had little or no hair at birth, which is I. I don't even remember. But that's so cool that I could know that. It also predicts the chances that you have red hair. I have a one percent chance of having red hair. I only have it on my asshole. So it was right. Um, <laughs> skin pigmentation. Um, it definitely got it right. I have 39% chance of very fair skin and then 32% chance of moderately fair. So I am a whitey, white, white bitch. 65% um, uh, chance I have stretch marks. I don't have stretch marks. So it got that wrong. I am a goddess. Uh, toe length ratio. Um, chance that you have a longer big toe. Um, and then 43, I have a 57% chance that my long... I have a longer big toe, 43% chance that I have a longer second toe. My second toe is longer. I beat the odds. Same. It predicts a unibrow. If you have a unibrow, 50% chance I do not have a unibrow. I do not. There's a 42. I like how they phrase this. 42% chance you have a little bit of a unibrow. <laughs> yes. Which <laughs> I have. just being delicate. You yes. have a little bit of one? A little um, bit of one. That comes a lot. A widow's peak. Do you have a widow's peak? I, I have a 77% like I chance I don't have one. I'd feel like women are look. way less. Let me see no, yours. I have a yeah, widow's peak for sure. Well, you got deep tracks too that are accentuating that. I can't tell if that was actually your hairline before or if you have I receded have, on the sides creating one. I have a hair which my wife wished she was a widow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she jumped off a peak. Okay, having fun. Um, and then All there's right, other things where it, it talks about um, taste and smell. It smells like if you, it's, it says I'm likely to smell asparagus in pee, which isn't true. I can't smell it. Um, so I'm beating the odds there. I'm uh, likely that I can taste bitter. Cilantro taste aversion. I would love to see Noah's report for this because she hates cilantro. She tastes soap. And I have a slightly higher <laughs> odds of disliking cilantro, but I love cilantro. It is one of my favorite flavors. So that's, um, I beat the odds for that. Ice cr- this is crazy. Ice cream flavor preference. I'm more likely to prefer chocolate over vanilla. And God damn, are they right? I don't understand people who would ever prefer vanilla over chocolate. I know vanilla is a taste and that it isn't the lack. Of, like some people associate vanilla with like plain. No, vanilla is a specific taste. What would you like? What do you like more? This tells me that I'm more likely to like chocolate, but I am. A, I'm, I would say I lean more to vanilla. Sorry, twenty three. Really? Me. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Uh, I, yeah, I just like d- it. In if you want to do, but you get no topping. No, you get no topping. You just get a bowl of ice cream. You are gonna go vanilla over chocolate. Yeah, vanilla, because I like a vanilla shake over a chocolate shake. Whoa! I am yeah. blown away. Okay, sweet I'm, versus salty. What did it say for you? Oh, sweet versus salty. Let me see if I can find it. It's right it. under ice what cream. For me, it says I likely prefer sweet, and they are correct, sir. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Prefer salty for me. That's why yeah. I guess I, uh, you That's... know, I like to uh, go down so on my lady. They do. They say, <laughs> <laughs> they say, Nikki, the combination of your genetics and other factors make you likely to prefer sweet sex. So they they take everyone's results and then they put them against each other. And then based on surveys they do, they can determine um, what you like. And so they nailed it for me. And then I really loved this. Then they do. There's a whole section called Weird and Wonderful. And there's 11 different traits. Um there is a thing. Um, it, first of all, I just want to say that it is. I it says I'm less likely than average to have a bunion, and boy, is that off. Fear of heights. <laughs> I'm more likely than average to be afraid of heights. That is true. I am less likely to have a fear of public speaking. That is not true. I had a huge fear of it. I had to conquer it. Flat feet. I am less likely to have flat feet. I do not have flat feet. Um, that is correct. Less likely to have thick hair. Fuck you, twenty three and me. You're right on that one. <laughs> Misophonia. I am more likely to hate chewing sounds. That is true. I. I don't I don't I like some of them the only ones I can't stand are my mom she chews with her mouth closed but her jaw cracks in a way that disgusts me mosquito <laughs> bite frequency well this just came out last week that the your smell and your like if you have this certain kind of um, chemical in your skin mosquitoes are more likely to bite you and I am likely oh. to be bitten more often than others I actually as a kid got bitten a lot and I don't anymore I do think it's because of a vegan diet that's when I felt the shift um, motion sickness I am more likely to experience motion sickness I do not feel like that is true for me Photo sne- photic sneeze reflex that means when you see a light you might sneeze I am likely to not have that mm. and a wake up time it, what is your wake up time it gives you or likely uh, to wake up around uh, 56 years old it says, so I'm hoping uh, everything works out. No, 7.58 a.m. Why? What are you? Oh my That's God. pretty early for me. Yeah. Mine's what 8.23. Is yours? 1 p.m. 8.23. Which is so early. I would love if they Dude, said 11.45. I already got so much done. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then the really interesting one, which we're going to test out, is ability to match musical pitch. I have about a 50-50 chance of being able to match a musical pitch. I don't really understand exactly what this means. If you hear a musical note, can you sing it back? While matching Mm. pitch comes natural. Oh, this is just being if you have good pitch or not. So, Noah, give us notes, and then um, we'll go back and forth and try to match them. And really, the only way to determine if we're right is based on the other people who are hearing it and our listeners so listeners we'll see what is your musical pitch likelihood 50 50 as well i believe so we'll see what happens let's see which 50 it is i have a feeling that you have a pretty good pitch based on i I think i could hear well i don't think i can say it's like the same way i can't do impressions yeah so i don't know babe Babe, okay so let's um let's try it out (laughs) noah will you give us um some pitches Okay, let me give you the key. All right, this guy falls down a well. His dog saves him. And no. <laughs> uh, I think it'll be great. Let's buy wow. 12 episodes. 80%. Um, all right. Andrew, you go first. So she'll give you a note, and then okay. you have to match <clears throat> it, okay? <clears throat> no. No, fail. <laughs> I can't get that high. Let's do it again. Okay, now do it to a different note. I'll just bring out my guitar. Hold on. Yeah, you should get out your guitar. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm perfectly tuned. Okay, Andrew, match this. Wrong. Wrong. One more time. How do you know? You're my fifty percent not here. Because I can. Because I can. I think I have good pitch. Let's hear I'm yours. I'm not perfect. A little higher, but it's it's on the same no. frequency. What if you do an open, uh, like a G string or something? Okay. Well, I'm serious, Andrew. You're off. I'm well, not saying best- I'm on. Besties, will you write to us and tell us what? Because I really can't tell, but I think I'm right. But I always do. Okay, one more. I don't think I'm right. Okay, final thought. Um, a couple more. This is fun. Okay, give me. There, you got that one right. That was good. That was good. The lower ones I can hit. The higher ones are tough. Okay, well let's try this lower one again. The lower one you before you fucked up. Okay, one more time. Got it, got it, got it. Good job. Keep trying. No. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, you know about what, you, but I, I, I really loved learning all this weird stuff and just like seeing like if I if my, you know, it doesn't tell you exactly what you are, but what it does is like it makes you look at the things that you do have and you go, oh, did I beat the odds or was I predictable uh, my, in what I came out as? And it I, does, it makes you feel seen. 
I feel like I was so seen, and I think you were too when I looked at your results, that I can't flush alcohol, and it says you can't either. And it explains why our hangovers were so bad and why we probably quit <laughs> drinking. Because we what, were... really? Yeah. Yeah, we, neither one of I us can alcohol flush alcohol. flush was like when your face gets really red. Oh, no, I'm thinking like you flush it out of your system. Oh, really? <laughs> well, which one is it? Because I did see I that trait. I don't know. <laughs> Where's alcohol flush? I want to find that. Damn it. No, do you um, know what flush means? I feel like that's what it was, but maybe I'm wrong. I oh, here we flush. go. Let me see. Unlikely to flush. I'm looking at this. Mine, based on your genetics, you are unlikely to flush after drinking alcohol. People with your genetics can typically process alcohol normally. As a result, they don't tend to flush bright red in the face or experience. See, this is another Asian thing. Asians, oh. uh, people with Asian uh, heritage often get really red when they drink. I like how you're like, we don't flush it out of our systems. Uh, I was uh, like, I, I wonder if this would predict if I'm likely to flush the toilet uh, because no. I forget to flush the toilet all the time. Oh, I living know. With I've someone, seen papers. It's like a dam in there. No, living with someone. <laughs> if I pee, like I don't flush if I'm living yeah. by myself. I don't care to pee on top of my pee. My pee, unless it's like bright <laughs> re yellow, I don't think it yeah. smells bad. But also I don't smell asparagus pee, even though 23andMe thinks that I would. Um, I... I never. I always forget to flush the toilet. I often also miss the toilet paper going into the toilet. Like I, I backhand Wait, it behind me, and it doesn't hit it in the bowl. And sometimes the toilet paper's just on the ground. Yeah, I would say twenty percent of the time heard I don't. That. I mean, this if it has poop on it, I'm very. Yeah, <laughs> that's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you to Twenty Three and Me for hooking us up with all these fun, you know, fascinating traits about ourselves. In the toilet, what no, is going dude. on, dude? If I if there's poop on it, I will definitely get it in because I'm like cognizant. But if it's pee and it's just like I just kind of like toss it, and a lot of times it's just sitting there. When I used to live with Kirsten in our house on Tennessee Street wild. in college, she had like a meeting. She was like, "Who is not putting the toilet paper?" And I was just like, "I never admitted it, but it was me, Kirsten." If you're listening, it was me. It was me the whole oh, time. ADP. Um, uh, all right, guys. It's me. Hi. I'm the culprit. It's P. Uh, thank you for listening. Don't be and Jack. Jack. Lantern. <laughs> perfect pitch. Less than perfect. Pitch. Not that great. Widowspeak. And that's it on another dope show. Did this episode inspire you to take a closer look at your health history, your genetic makeup? Who knew DNA could reveal so much about our past while also holding the keys to certain health insights that may impact our future? I continue to be inspired by these stories, and I hope you do as well. Catch you next time. Listen to Spit, an original podcast from iHeartRadio and 23andMe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.